Hello, this is Christine McDougall. The Sunday Syntropy topic for today, January 23rd, 2022, is the controversial one, freedom is not free. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please do ask your questions as we love receiving them and I do my best to answer them. Thank you. Freedom is not free. To stand in our authority is to stand in our authorship, our ability to author, to create, to have sovereign choice about our responses to circumstances. We have conflated authority into a power over position. They have power over us or me. Power in politics, for example, thrives from keeping people in the mistaken belief that they are absent access to power. As Alice Walker said, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking that they don't have any. It is true that there is a rise of militant authority figures in the world, those who hold citizens to the gun, to fear of death, to loss of status or incarceration. Our relationship with power and authority is in desperate need of examination. To do this, we must confront the face of our own authorship and our fear of expressing it. Let's have a look at the truth of our own authority. We can speak, we can act, we can write, we can be emotional or not. We can build, play, design, create. We can march, we can say yes, we can say no, we can make a request, we can negotiate, we can disagree, we can agree. We can ask another person to do something or to not do something. We can sign the document or not. And we can accept and let go or fight. We can fear. We can use fear as a lever to get what we want. We can manipulate and seduce. We can love. We can forgive. No matter the circumstances, we have many choices. The moment we believe our choices have been eliminated, we sink into the powerlessness and victimhood of our own creation. For many years, I had the subtle victim story running in my veins, a single struggling mother and entrepreneur surrounded by the bro club of entrepreneurs, not seen, not heard, regularly invalidated. There is a bigger picture context for this experience as statistics tells us, the underfunding and support of women entrepreneurs, the struggle of the single mother, The bro club, particularly the private school network of bros who elevate their kind to positions of power and status regardless of their ability. Yet choosing to have my worldview be framed by being a victim to this culture did not help me in any way. It just made me a victim through my own status choice. I chose to be a victim. I could choose to no longer be a victim and do something even if that doing simply meant changing how I responded to my circumstance. To be clear, while the world has many legitimate victims, people oppressed or exploited by nature of their ethnicity, geography, age or ability, I'm not talking here about legitimate victims, rather about our state of choosing to be a victim of to circumstance or not. Until I looked my own victim story in the eye, that part of me who got some small buzz from being the victim, telling a story of injustice over and over to gain status or to feel better about myself and my choices, or to make others wrong so I could feel right, I was held in a cycle of powerlessness and helplessness. 
There are many areas of the world's operating system and how we humans engage with it and each other that needs to be changed. It is time to author new operating systems that serve the earth and all her creatures. The hero myth that we have fallen in love with as a culture is also past its use-by date. The idea of a lone hero or heroine for a start is bumpkin. Not a thing can be done lone, even if it feels that way. Just to drive down the road is a community experience. To purchase food, a million possible interactions from the silent and often neglected humans and animals that made eating and purchase possible. It might feel very lonely when we stew in our victimhood. What we have done in our story of isolation and separation is we have made a choice to not connect or outreach to others. The way forward is through connection to co-author our collective story. Who, you might say, could we connect with? The person in front of you might be a start. Is this not scary? Yes, speaking to strangers or reaching out when in a vulnerable state is scary. We still have the choice to do it or not. That is our agency. Our choice of how we respond to a situation is our ultimate power. To know that we hold this power in every single moment is to begin to embrace our own authority, the ability to author our life. To author our life. To not be pushed around or exploited. And if we are held by the gun to our head or by fear, to know that we can choose to respond as someone with agency by not being diminished by fear. Yet like every action in the world, there is always a reaction, a processional effect. There is a consequence to claiming our authorship and authority. To speak up against injustice has a consequence. In some instances, like those people actively speaking for democracy in Hong Kong, those consequences are dire. This is our choice. For some, they feel so strongly about speaking up that they accept the consequences. These are the whistleblowers, much maligned and punished by a society that, in not claiming collective authority, appears to choose duplicity as its foundation. At the intersection of our choice point and its consequences lies our freedom and sovereignty. Our freedom, our choice, both come with consequences, never free of a price. We must begin to acknowledge this. Freedom is not free. Freedom always has a price. Is it one we choose to pay? We do not need to speak with hate or violence. This is also a choice. We do not need to speak by belittling others who have made a different opinion or come from a different culture or ethnicity. Rather than this type of inflammatory response, we might seek to understand the other. Why do you believe this? Why do you act as you do? Why are you so angry? Why did you make this choice? A genuine intent to understand another is a rare inquiry. Much easier is it to want to be heard for our own opinion. So many of us want to be heard and understood, yet do not recognize the authorship of the other by extending the same courtesy. Authoring a business, a community, or a gathering. Once we have done the work of finding our own authority, we might begin to use it to set boundaries, grow communities, build enterprises. In Centropic World, we distinguish between the steward of the source idea and those collaborating to bring it to life. 
A source idea is the original idea that more often than not lands for one person, that person becoming the steward of that idea. It can arrive in a group working together simultaneously, but often is more project-based. The moment of its arrival, the source idea has a set of qualities, values, shapes, textures, what we call a pattern integrity, that is unique to the source idea. The pattern integrity needs to be protected at all costs. The way the source idea and its pattern integrity is brought from idea to form could manifest in a million ways. No matter which form it takes, the pattern integrity will be evident. To steward a source idea and its pattern integrity to life and form requires authority, not power over others, but the authority of the steward as the guardian of the pattern integrity. If you are unable to speak and stand in your own stewarding authority, then chances are the pattern integrity will be violated. A fierce steward cares more about maintaining the pattern integrity than they care about what people think of them. They dare to ask questions to ensure this happens, to stay true against the odds, to never waver and to never violate the pattern integrity. This is to have authority. It is not domination. It does not require coercion, violence, manipulation. It lives in a field of open communication, practiced trust, deep listening to others' opinions and suggestions, reflection, examination of consequence, dialogue, and enabling sovereign choice. This is to stand in our authority as the steward of a source idea and enterprise. When we are protectors and stewards of our work, our idea, our community, our team, we access our own authority and power without equivocation. We dignify others by clearly explaining options, ensuring symmetry of access to knowledge and information, seeking genuine counsel. To know our power and authority is to know ourselves. To exercise our power and authority as the steward leader of a source idea is to become a leader who knows a greater cause than their own authority and power over. It might make others uncomfortable. It might demand integrity of the highest order. When we do this, we have a chance of collectively authoring a better world. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning, this is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Um, so my question is Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia My question is Hiya, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada and my question is And that completes my question And that completes my question